another meditation. Um, I'm always excited for the last one of the week because I just feel like, I don't know, we, we, we get so much in. We get so much in and I feel like there's a buildup of, you know, working on certain things throughout the week and Friday comes and we get to just appreciate some of the, I always feel like I'm in the best shape on Friday. <laughs> all right. So I invite you all to join me here. Um, I'm going to take that first inhale of the, of the morning. Sorry, just trying to work this camera. All right. We're going to take our first inhale here of the morning. Inhale through the nose. You can soften the eyes. Really, really relax into your space. Begin to fill the body. And exhale. Inhale again here, through the nose. Allow the shoulders to lean back. And just begin to fill the body, fill the inner space, the interior of your experience. Give yourself permission to feel completely full and whole. And exhale. We're gonna do one more here. Inhale here. Through the nose, follow the body, follow the breath into the body. Notice where internally it is easy to Invite fresh oxygen. And notice when you create a softer approach, it becomes a little bit easier to allow things in. Softly exhale. All right, so today we're going to we're going to be talking a little bit about motivation and focus. I'm going to build on some stuff that we talked about earlier in the week as well. So before we get there, just adjust accordingly. Just notice your posture. Just notice just how you feel, how you're sitting. And Notice if there's anything you can do to create some more support for yourself. Beautiful. So motivation is about learning how to balance pleasure and pain. So it's not just one thing. It's not just getting this adrenaline rush. It's split into two. So 
there's the first part of craving, right? So that's like connected to pain, wanting it, waiting for it, thinking about it. And then the second part of the pleasure, which is the consumption. When we understand that there are two parts, then we can, we can begin to create space in our life for both and understand that it's a cycle. So the thing that most people struggle with is we constantly look for the sense of consumption, right? So we're looking for pleasure, we're seeking pleasure. We always wanna be in a space where we're only feeling good and pleasurable. And we kind of avoid the sense of discomfort or the sense of pain. When we talk about this from a meditative, a meditative space or a space of where we begin to build our world as a whole, right? As our, in our own life. This really comes down to the part of consumption and absorption, right? So I always talk about the digestion part of the experience. And I find that, you know, I, I work with people on a daily basis with their health. And I find people that have allergy sensitivities also have a difficulty most of the time feeling hydrated. And especially with summer coming up, different people. So I was working with somebody yesterday and she says, I'm always feeling dehydrated no matter how much I drink. And so, so I started working with her on different things, but I brought it to her attention that not always by drinking water will you get hydrated. If your body is not in a position to absorb the hydration, no matter how much water you're gonna drink, it's, it might even be more harmful than helpful. So the goal is to get your body into a space where it can absorb the nutrition. For so many of us, it's not that abundance isn't available. It's that we're not in a position to absorb the abundance. We're not taking the time to actually connect with the experience itself. Rather, what's happening is, is we are struggling with wanting the next experience. As soon as we achieve it, instead of sitting with it, taking the time, the downtime, to create some space between the two experiences, what ends up happening is, is we dive into the next experience 
and we don't even let that first one digest. Today's Friday. And with Shabbos coming up, think about we have seven days, right? Seven days. Six days we have to prepare for Shabbos. So for the actual experience of Shabbos, it takes six days to prepare. So for that one epic experience of gaining a second soul on Shabbos, we need six days to prepare. So it's interesting to just have that in mind, that that's, that's kind of the time frame. You know, Sunday comes along and it takes time to just clean up and then just sit around the, the, the downtime. Sometimes you'll feel some of the emptiness there after experiencing Shabbos and then the resistance of going back into Monday into, into another day of work, right? So another week of work. Kind of, we have those like Monday blues. But then by the time Friday comes and we focus on the entire week of building up to Shabbos, which is, you know, there's that physical, mechanical part of working, activity, building, structuring. When Friday comes along, there is usually some space for Shabbos. So we we tapped into a little bit of Lagba Omer because this um, this past week we celebrated Lagba Omer, which uh, Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, what he's known for is he was able to achieve his full potential. And we celebrate that among other things. So the thing was, it's personally, right? When I think about it, um, it's what is potential, right? Like a lot of times potential can be an idea, but how do you, how do you actually gain potential? Like what, what was the mechanism that he had or that he acquired that helped him get there? So much of a spiritual practice is being in a position of receiving, being in a space where it's almost like a meditative space where you're able to be still and allow and invite the goodness into your life, receiving it, absorbing it, digesting it. More than the act of going, it's the act of receiving. And yesterday we talked a little bit about the balance of how potential works, right? How that kind of thing works. And a lot of times there's two parts. There's this active part. There's the active component of really getting to know what it is that you 
need and require. And then it's the second part of knowing how to eliminate distraction. So it's so with the so when we think about Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, one thing that a lot of people know, you can even ask a child, and they'll say, if you say who was he, or you'll ask them where was he, they will more likely be able to tell you where he was, and that is, oh, he was in a cave, you know, he he did his work in the cave and. Uh, there was a river of water, right? And there was a carob tree. And that is something that's so, like, it's, it's, it's iconic in his practice. In, and what's connected to that is the concept of eliminating distraction, the sense of being able to eliminate anything that potentially would create static in the sense of him being able to receive, be the receiver on the receiving end of the experience. So much of what we do in our day is chasing something and what it ends up doing is creating tension within our own body. So thinking about, rather than thinking about who you are, thinking about where you want to be. Where, where is it that you can be that eliminates emotional distraction? Now, obviously, there's the sense of life itself, right? whatever goes on in life and what's natural. But then there's the additives. There are the additives of what parts are we adding that create tension and distraction from the sense of connection, connecting to ourselves. And an interesting component that's connected to that is having the ability to self-soothe, obviously a healthy, a healthy approach in that sense. But for a lot of us, we're not sure when something happens, what the protocol is, right? So for somebody that gets angry or upset or offended, all of those kind of things, if as a child, we haven't been able to put a protocol in place of what can help us self-soothe, we end up creating self-sabotage. And so much of that is connected to being unfamiliar with your body in the sense of your identity of, and we won't go into who you are, but really who you are is connected to where you are knowing where you are, where your place is. But when we're able to spend time, right? When we're able to spend time within our body and within the space itself, and we're familiar with 
who we are and we can slow down and trust our our pace when we slow down following some of the body's motions rather than trying to mimic somebody else's way of life or pace or success rate what ends up happening is is we're a lot more familiar with what makes us feel comfortable and safe within our body and what doesn't and that there's a difference between what you think might make you feel safe and what actually makes you feel safe so when we get into the thoughts the mind can go off on a tangent it can go off into a thousand different areas and most of what happens is a distraction from what's actually from where you are from what's real focus also comes from a place of modesty and modesty is the sense of hatsnela lachas which is creating a simplicity in your life that is supportive to you so so it's minimizing the distraction but maximizing the ability to absorb be comfortable within yourself and be aware internally when we're on a spiritual path as well we also trust that rather than again and this comes from like a modest the modest thinking perspective is we there's less time spelt, spent in illusion when we are the receivers of of an experience rather than the creators of one we're also very aware that we're not the ones creating the journey we've been given right so like in interior designer i speak about you know we don't we don't create the walls and the you know the walls and the floor and the size the architect decides the size of the room right and the shape of the room so from an interior design perspective you know god is our architect he's given us the ceiling the floor he's given us the tools and that is in in the in the the components to that is the family you're born into the body you're born into the you know where you live and all the pieces that make that your health condition your financial condition so in interior design there's a rule it's not you know you the architect designs the space you decide what you're going to do with the space right so it's what you do with it rather than making it so when we come from that experience we can sit back and really experience life on a different level because it's not us trying to it's not a one-way relationship with the things that happen in with in our life so even if we go to work right on a daily basis it's not i'm going to work to make money 
and that's it. And then if we don't make money, then we get frustrated and then we don't want to work that job. And this kind of thing happens with a lot of components in our life where we'll go into an environment with an idea. Every kind of idea, but the idea that I'm going to commit to feeling good today. I'm going to commit to creating a supportive environment for myself. So obviously there has to be su supportive components to the things that we do and we have to be attracted to it. But knowing that we can't go in with any other agenda but to be open to receiving the simplicity in good, right? So we're talking about Sneas is the modesty is appreciating the simple things. The simple things. You know, good weather, a smile, peace of mind, a healthy meal. And not getting into the rush, right? Because when we when we get into the rush of things, right? And we, we, we want a head rush, the pain is also going to come down really hard. So from a motivative perspective of the balance of pain and pleasure, right? So split into two parts, there's the experience and then there's the pain, the wanting, but also that's the digestive part. If we're, if we're biting off like this huge experience, right? The goal is to go into this business and make millions of dollars. Whatever the outcome is, it doesn't even matter what the outcome is, but the sensation that we've created in that, in that moment, or that we begin to, we began to build up on ends up being something that's going to have be hard to digest. And so the highs and lows end up being really, really challenging to work with. And that low becomes so low or so difficult to digest that it's very difficult to get up and get on to the next round. So it's a similar kind of thing when it comes to spiritual experiences of even Shabbos. A lot of people find they have a, a challenge or difficulty with experiencing Shabbos in itself. And part of that is either they've taken on way too much during the week that they can't take a day off. They can't take a day to receive because there's just too much they're going to be letting go of and or there'll be too much to digest. But when we fundamentally understand that we can actually practice some of these things throughout a week of creating the receiving end of things, then when we get to a day like Shabbos, there isn't this, it, we don't relate to it as pain as much as we will to the digestive component and the absorb, absorption component. So as we move through our day, give yourself some time to create awareness around your relationship with motivation. Notice what makes you feel motivated 
and your experience in the execution component of how how you go through that component and then from there what's the downtime like do you take the time to create space between two experiences so this can be done on a on a micro level really small things in life in, in the day right so you can do it from minute to minute hour to hour task to task and then you can do it in your day in your week or months like what are the things you take on in a month or a year and a great you'll get a lot more done in a day if you're able to take digestive moments in between a couple hours so if it's if you find that you get really fatigued after like two or three hours or very tired take the time take three to five minutes to just pause in between two tasks and if you work at an office or something feel free to take one minute literally 60 seconds to just sit back in your chair soften the shoulders and just breathe in and just take that moment and you'll see that you will get a lot further. You'll be able to get a lot more done because what you're doing there is, is eliminating some of the echo of the activity. There's so much activity going on that we're, it just kind of starts piling up and building up depending on the task. So when we stop and we breathe through it, we can kind of allow it to, the space to clear. And a few breaths can really help this, um, help that happen. So thank you so much for joining me today in this meditation. I'm so proud of all of you for showing up for yourselves and for everyone else. And yeah, we'll, we'll open it up for shares or questions. <laughs>